Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. It's Tuesday night. It's just after 9 p.m. I'm behind the Steel Curtain editor, Dave Schofield. And with me, as always, is my big brother, Rich. Rich, how's it going tonight? <laughs> if you saw the hangover last night, it's like it just kissed my sister. Just like you kissed your sister. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I... Yeah, we might be repeating a little bit of some stuff from The Hangover, but we're going to get some bros' perspective. We're going to talk about some things. We're going to talk about some general things. First, I want to apologize. It is slightly after 9. It's You, you know, sometimes we don't start till just after 9, but I got held up a little bit before the show tonight because something in my life I never thought I would do is that I was caught up tonight with my family celebrating a birthday. For our dog. <laughs> it's our dog's birthday. <laughs> Skywalker, that's our that's our Augie. She is one year old today. No, we haven't had her one year. She was born uh one one year ago today. That's the date they were giving us. I I, I burst my daughter's bubble today. I'm like, you know, they might have just made up that date when they put it down whenever we got her. <laughs> I'm like, we don't really know if she was born on this day or not. They might have been a ballpark, but uh anyway, we're going with it. So we had a a dog birthday party. Not the silliest birthday party you've ever been to, right, Rich? No. You've had no. sillier ones. I've had sillier ones. That 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 that's correct. We used to have one every year on vacation for Dave's 
teddy bear for the teddy bear yep and now now here's here's the family trivia he was the same age every year how old was he 12 nope he was 19 oh, oh that's right <laughs> 19 year. i couldn't it remember always, it was always 19 yeah so yeah he was 18 but the, yeah the, so we've had sillier birthday parties but yep we had a we had a had to sing happy birthday to the dog and get the dog some special happy birthday like dog biscuit thing anyway so uh so not only did it hold me up now you all it held us up even more because you all actually had to hear about it so let's move on rich the pittsburgh steelers were on the field on sunday um they were on the field where, where are they that. well no they were where on the they? field they were on the field. We, we we didn't say that they that you know that they you know battled on the field or anything like that. Oh, Rich. Well, what? first of all, were you glad you weren't there? It looked kind of miserable, didn't it? Yeah, I was glad I wasn't bad. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I haven't talked to him about actually being there because I kind of felt bad for bad because they they said it was like the first real wintry day. For you know, no, November like day in Pittsburgh, to, it was supposed to be snow. It was even supposed to possibly snow no, earlier in was, the day. Yeah, it, were to ha- it was to be snow, not rain during the game. It's raining at the game. It was snowing here. Yeah. Oh yeah, you had snow at your house, Rich. Yeah. I, I have to do it. Steel Chick forty six wants to know what was my teddy bear named? His name was Frankie. Yep. <laughs> That was his name. And I actually still have him and the terrible sewing job on his foot from where you ripped it off. <laughs> while, while mom and dad were at church and we were at her grandparents' house and you didn't want to get in trouble for ripping the foot off my teddy bear. <laughs> He's buried in a box somewhere. How, yeah. How old was I when I sewed that back on? Like eight or nine? Um. Yeah, because I would have been four or five. Yeah. So, yeah. So let's just. It was a, it was okay, a pretty good work. job for someone who had never sewed anything before. I stitched that leg back on that <laughs> teddy bear. <laughs> With, and the stitches were quite large. But anyway. They, they were, but they held. I so just, I just admit, this is a, this is our family show. This is brothers talking. So this is us. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I was supposed to be at this game. I was supposed to be there. Um, but I had another game that I had tickets to that I didn't, that I still had. And when Bad was looking to be able to go, I'm like, Bad, I got it. I still got because he asked me, he's like, Do you still have tickets to the Detroit game? I said, I actually do. I'm supposed to go, but I have another game later this season. It's the Texans, not the Texans, the Titans game. They don't even play the Texans. Um, that now it looks like that unless something comes up that I should be attending that one. I know Tyler W., who's often in the in the live chat, said that he would be there. Um, Frankie Barry. Yep, that's right. That was his name. Um and of course, I saw it. You know exactly where I went, right? With the song. <laughs> no, yes. I don't know. Yeah. yes, the so song. That, that's okay. We're not. We're, we're not. No. We're not singing here tonight. Although no. off air, we do have to talk because my my daughter asked me a question this week that said, "If you ever did karaoke with Uncle Rich, what would you sing?" I'm like, "Oh, I've got three songs. I already know no. what they are." But we'll, we'll, that's that's a different conversation for I another know, day. I know one of them at least. So. Oh yeah, you def. Oh, you know all three of them. Um, Back to this game. It was it, it. I don't know that people realized how bad it was. They're like, "Oh, Detroit's barely throwing the ball." Well, first of all, Jared Goff isn't all that good. He was hurt. Some people wonder if it's a back. I heard it was ribs, was his yeah. problem. But it was kind of miserable to throw the ball. It was windy. It was cold. It was raining. It was not. 
it was grinded out on the ground football weather, and the this Steelers was, threw it, the ball fifty freaking times. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't the. 45, 46 degrees in rain. It was 38 degrees and barely between rain, snow, freezing rain. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was that, it was that miserable stuff. Yeah. So, cause I mean, everyone's upset about this. I mean, the Steelers look at this as a loss. We look at it as a loss and, and, and you kind of should. The only thing that this loss does, and, and honestly, it, oh, it we're talking acts, about the miserable weather. I thought I'd throw Bert up there who Bert. says aloha from, aloha. from Maui. Uh, yeah, and, and, and enjoy that. Enjoy that. <laughs> so yeah, just that's that. I wish that would have been the weather for the Steelers on Sunday because it made no sense to, to, to throw the ball as much as they did. I know today coach Tomlin talked in his press conference about, he kind of blew off the question. They're like, um, if you have these run pass options and even if they're low to the box and Najee's running well and everything else should, maybe they should have handed the ball off anyway. And coach Tomlin said, right. He's like, if we want to run play, we'll call a run play. It won't be a run pass option. Right. So to me, there's one thing to try to catch the other team off guard because your backup quarterback's throwing the ball more than you expected him to. But it it, it kind of went a little bit too far. Can, can we agree with that? Yes. Yeah. So at Steel Dog 88 says it puts five dollars in the tip jar. Said Detroit did what they had to do, which was run. Steelers did the opposite. Now, not only did they run, first. I was gonna say I could go so much for, deeper into that statement by Steel Dog 88. My frustration is that Detroit ran and it took us two quarters before we made any kind of an adjustment to stop it. Hey. You know what? If you want to hear all about that, I've got the perfect thing for you. Tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Eastern at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. That is the publishing time of this week's Steelers Vertex by myself and Jeffrey Benedict, where we are looking at the Steelers stopping the run, specifically three drives. It was three drives, two drives in the second quarter, and the opening drive of the third quarter. I mean, the majority of of not not just the rushing yards, but their entire offense was in those three drives. And it wasn't just that. It was the formation they were using. You know what they did? They did the Zach Banner. That's what they did. Well, not, just the, the, not just the Zach. It was the same every time. Bring yeah. in, bring in the tackle in, make him eligible, have two more tight ends and stack them on top of, of the of the tackle eligible and just loaded up that side and ran the ball right over it. Yeah. And the problem is when you go to run the ball, when there's one more defender right there to stop it, than players you have to block him, it's not going to work when you're on defense and the other team has more blockers there than what you have for people to stop it. They're going to, they're going to run the ball really well. You'll be shocked at the numbers in the film. And, and we broke it down. And you realize after that drive where the, where the Lions scored their last touchdown, missed the extra point. Do you know how many rushing yards they had for the final 12 minutes of the third quarter, all of the fourth quarter, and all of overtime? Well, I know the fourth quarter and overtime was a total of 20 yards. They had, yep, and they had 10 more left in that quarter there. 30 yards 30 was yards. all they got on the ground after that point. The Steelers 
figured out what to do to stop it. I, I'm just like, why couldn't you do it at halftime? Why did it take one more drive? But still, honestly, there you go. that, that yeah. was my frustration. Yeah. Was that we saw it for the two drives in the second quarter, and they came out in the third quarter doing the same thing, and we had done nothing at halftime to fix it. I was yeah. angry. Yeah. Or I don't know. I have to go back. I still need to edit Jeffrey's part to see how he broke it down to see the film a little bit better from the all 22. I don't know if they didn't do anything to fix it at halftime or if they didn't do the right thing. You know what I'm saying? I haven't made it that far. I'm still editing the article. When we went live tonight. So I want to, I want to see exactly where he shows they might've made an adjustment that didn't work and then had to make another one that did. I'm not sure. I, all I know was that I saw an awful lot of Isaiah Loudermilk in the second half. I will say that. Um, he played at his most snaps of his career. Um, so that so we'll have that for you tomorrow on the website. That was something that, a weekly feature that Jeffrey and I do. So we'll we'll break that down and it'll be there. So that was with the Steelers stopping the run. But when you think about it, was it disappointing that the defense just couldn't do anything at that point of the game? Absolutely. But you've also got to think that the offense has got to come up with more than 16 points in a game. Yep. You know, you still got to come up with more than 60 points in the game. And I know a lot of people put that at the feet of Mason Rudolph. I had the PFF article today that showed Mason Rudolph had the third highest offensive grade for the Steelers. The only players that were higher were Derek Watt in his six snaps, like, six snaps and what he did there. And then the only other one was, oh, I can't even remember who it was now. I'm trying to remember who was the other one. It was... um. But I can't. It was Dotson who then did also didn't finish the game, right? You know, so it was so it was Watt who only had six snaps, Dotson who didn't get to finish the game, and I say didn't also didn't finish the game because some because Joe Hayden was the top defensive score who who only played nine snaps before he he got hurt, and then it was Mason Rudolph, you know, and you're like, oh, how could they agree that so much? He was so inaccurate. Yeah, he was. That's one of the things where I don't necessarily understand uh, PFF, but I'll tell you what, he had a. One of the things that helped him is he had a great run grade because it was pretty crazy seeing him run the ball the couple times that he did. You know that's not something that Steeler fans are used to seeing. Hey, you um, know what? So so we're yeah we're talking about the frustration of that we didn't run the ball more. There was something I put in the knee, in my knee jerk reaction article that I liked early in the game that you know what we quit seeing later in the game. Early in the game when the run was working, suddenly we were going Mason under center and we went play action pass. There were three yeah. different times. Yep. All three were complete. Yep. And then we quit doing it. Uh, yeah. You know what? I That's something I did not notice when I was trying. I'll be honest with you. I got to see, how do I say it? Not, not that I didn't see it. It was going on. I was trying to look up. I didn't get to focus on this game hardly at all. It is the least amount of focus that I've had on a game in forever. You're probably saying, how in the world is that possible? Uh, I, know, I know why it's possible. Why is that possible? Because you were too busy having to try to keep up with all the injuries going on. My, my job on game day, unless I'm at the game, is I write in-game injury articles. Jeff is taking care of, of the live updates and things like that. Michael Beck, he's our, he's our social media guy. He's doing the tweets and everything. I'm in charge of injury updates during the game and my goodness was i busy i had to write too many articles i had to update articles it was not fun i was at jefferson's house um but to get let's 
before we get into the title of this of this show, we're already talking about the game. There was a couple pieces of news um, with the Steelers over the last couple of days since the game. Minka Fitzpatrick has gone on the COVID nineteen, or sorry, the reserve COVID nineteen list. Uh, his the way Coach Tomlin talked about it today is actually getting through the protocol. They're not banking on him playing just because of moving through that. He's not going to be able to practice all week anyway. Ben Roethlisberger is still in the protocol. See, Ben Roethlisberger, he tested positive and he was symptomatic. That's why he was tested when he was. Minka, from what I understand, Mondays are the testing days in the NFL when you play on a Sunday. And then he just showed up with a positive test. Um, So there was that. But then today... The Chargers end up with two key players going on the COVID-19 list, one of which is Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa is on the is on the list, as is – why did I lose the other player's name? Um, Defensive it, tackle. Yeah, it's um, – Tully? I don't remember his name either, but yeah. I remember Tully his first name. Tilly or something. Okay, Tilly. Yeah. yeah. Um, who's – Tillery. Tillery. Jerry Tillery. Okay. He's actually one of their best defenders. He has the second most – sacks behind Bosa. He's a he's a good player, first round pick. I should have remembered his name, but I don't remember everyone's name not me and you know, not with the Steelers. Um first round pick in 2019 draft. Uh very good player. Reports are out there that he's vaccinated, Bosa's not. People believe that might be that it was Tillery that that tested positive and Bosa's a close contact. We don't at this time we don't know if any of that's true. Um, the protocol is the protocol, whether you agree with it or not. So um, just to see if they can get through and everything, it's just going to be difficult. So we'll see. So there's that. Then Coach Tomlin talked about the other injuries. They're expecting Trace Claypool to try to work back this week and to, and to see if he can practice tomorrow. Coach Tomlin says that he expects Trey Turner to be all right after his injury. Dotson's questionable. I I honestly thought maybe after the press conference today, Dotson could have even gone on IR. High ankle sprain. I could see. Yeah, but then I but then I thought about it again. I, he still might end up there. But you know why I don't think he's going to go there? Steelers got two open roster spots right now with Roethlisberger and and Minko yeah. on on the COVID nineteen. There's no. They don't need to free up the spots. Right. So now you were going to say about if you think he might end up on the IR eventually. Yeah, I was going to say you're looking at probably three weeks minimum. So, with the yeah. high ankle sprain, yeah, I mean, and and that's, uh, I mean, that's minimum. And yeah. a lot of times when you're talking linemen, those big guys, they need yep. an extra week or two to get it. You, you know, he could be out four or five weeks easily he, if it's if it's that severe. And I was worried he was going to be out for the season because man, did they rule him out for the game really quick? Yeah. He comes off the field and they ruled him out like right away. You know, Joe Hayden was still questionable for a long time and then was ruled out. Joe Hayden's another one. They'll see how he's doing. He's up in the air. And Coach Tomlin did say about TJ Watt. He's like the the whole thing of, you know, he's leaving the lights on for him. He's TJ friggin' Watt. (laughs) That that he can he can do things that other people can't, even when it comes to being available. Uh, so TJ Watt came out of the tent, grabbed his helmet. I thought he was going back in the game. He was going back in too. Yeah. I mean, he's carried his helmet. Everyone's like, oh man, oh man. So I just wanted to give those updates since the Co- Coach Thomas press conference was today. So there was that. Getting back to the title of this show, which is is a Steelers tie the terrible thing it's made out to be. Rich. First, we're go- 
We better answer the specific question first before this. the general question. Go for it. I hope Jefferson Hartman listens to this because he will he love it. He doesn't. He doesn't listen to the YouTube shows. He listens to the audio shows. He, okay, go he, ahead. He should because he will love the fact that I will give a Dave answer. Okay. And the answer is... It depends. It depends. You know, <laughs> that is the answer because this is what I'm going to say. Let's let's answer it specifically before we answer it generally because generally I think it depends. Specifically for this game against the Detroit Lions. It hurt. Yes. Because to me, anytime you're favored, especially if you're favored at home, a tie is not acceptable. Right. If you're a big underdog, especially even a big underdog on a ro- on the road, and you can pull off a tie, you're like, "Hey, we were supposed to lose this one, and we didn't." We you still want to get the win, but but that's to me that's kind of how it is. So so far this season, there have been 14 overtime games. This was the first one that ended in a tie. So. I kind of want to talk a little bit now. I mean, I think this was not good. I mean, this, the, the Lions are 0-8. You're a favorite. Yes, there's a lot of other things that went, went on. Your, your starting quarterback gets ruled out on Saturday, and you got to – they say they weren't scrambling. I'm sorry, you're scrambling um, with yeah. Mason Rudolph. You know, your his main two receivers from when he played last year in Week 17, no Juju, no Claypool. You know, if you were to tell me that, the, hey, the Steelers at week 10, they're going to be home favorites with uh, Mason Rudolph throwing to Ray Ray McLeod, Cody, you know, with Ray Ray McLeod, Cody White, and Steven Sims lined up at receivers with with J.C. Hassenauer and Joe Haig in at guards. I would have been like, oh, good Lord, or the Steelers, the 0-18. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. Seriously. Seriously. Um, and the fact that the Steelers, I mean, that they should have, that we still feel that they should have won the game is honestly kind of a, a, a testament for them to overcome these things. There's just one thing they couldn't overcome. Three turnovers, Aaron, two yeah. of which in overtime. I mean, the fact that the fact that they turned the ball over twice in overtime and didn't and lose, did it is, lose? Is, is, is a miracle. I mean, I, I, I'm still trying to find that one. Has there ever been a team that turned the ball over multiple times in overtime and did not lose the game. Yeah. Well, first of all, you'd say, well, they tied or they probably won. That's that. That's crazy. Think of this. The Steelers had three drives in overtime. The first one moved it down close to field goal range fumble. The second one on the second play snap goes over the head. Yeah. Lucky that it, wasn't a turnover. The, I mean, if that's a turnover, that's game over. Oh yeah. And then, and which led to a punt. And then the third drive, right on the edge of field goal range, turnover. That was their three overtime possessions. You can't win with that. It's 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 honestly, I'm still amazed that they didn't lose. But part of that was because after the last time that the, the Lions scored, the Steelers just shut them down again, like they did in the first quarter. So it's just... Yeah, you're like, why did they give up those those yards and those points to the Lions? But at the same time, if you can't score, 
16 points, there's not many times you're going to win the game. I mean, that nine to six Jacksonville over Buffalo score isn't one you're going to see very often in the NFL. Yeah. No. So yeah. So this 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 one this one stung. But in essence, all this game did was instead of it being a loss, it takes away all the tiebreakers for the rest of the season. You don't have to worry about division record. You don't have to worry about conference record. You don't have to worry about head-to-head record because the Steelers are either going to be a game ahead or a game, or sorry, a half game ahead or a half game behind yep. everybody. Exactly. Everybody. Now, will you say later on that, oh, my goodness, they're that half game back and they would have had the tiebreaker? Yeah, that could end up at the end, and that's going to royally suck, and I'm not saying that it or, doesn't. Or, or you get somewhere at the end, and it's like, oh, hey, look at that. We're... We we gained this because we didn't lose that game. Yeah, you know it, yeah. It, it's yeah it, it's a it, it could it could suck. It, yeah, yeah, it can work yeah. in your favor. It could work not in your favor. Yeah. Um. This this team where they are right now. This is a week to week team, and where you just got to say, hey, you've got. I've been saying it for a while. You got to go out and see if you can beat the other team. I don't know how many of you all that are here in the live chat. I don't even know if with you, Rich, how much are you are caught up on our audio only podcasts. Sometimes I'm days behind, but I catch up on them all eventually. But today was actually the day that I got to listen to Jeffrey Benedict's cutting room floor. And he talked about something that I think is really important that Steeler fans don't want to hear. And that is, you know, the, the fans, they want to blame. Oh, my goodness, Coach Tomlin can't get them ready. Oh, my goodness, Coach Canada calls terrible plays. Oh, my goodness, Coach Butler can't adjust to that. Jeffrey's like, go through the roster. This roster's not very good. The fact that they've won five and a half games at this point is actually surprising when you look at the roster. Because if you look at and you're like, why Why have they won this big game? Mainly because they're the Steelers. You know, they've won five and a half of their nine games. You, you got to count it as a half. That's just what it is yep, that's now what it is. for that. So it's not It's not like this, you know, and he started breaking down like, you don't have T.J. Watt? Look at what you have. You don't have Mika Fitzpatrick? Let's look at what you have. Look at who's already in there anyway. Jeffrey did a great job of breaking it down. He broke down the offensive line. He's like, do you realize the Pittsburgh Steelers have starters on the offensive line that would not make the roster in Cleveland? They wouldn't be on the roster in Cleveland. Yeah. And they are starters for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Don't even know if they could make the practice squad. And they're starting for the Steelers. So now they're getting better. They're, they're coming together. But I mean, the, the Cleveland Browns are the best offensive line in the NFL. So that's one thing you're doing. That's, you know, that's part of that reason. But he makes a really good point that have we oversold the ability of some of this roster? I sent out a tweet. I haven't checked this since I sent it out because I don't even know if I have people commenting on it or not. So we'll see. I, I sent out this tweet earlier tonight. This kind kind of crazy. But do you realize that there was a there was something? I, I know you don't do a lot on Twitter, so you don't have the answer to this already. So this is almost kind of like my little trivia question for you. There was something that happened in this game in week 10 of the 2021 NFL season for the Pittsburgh Steelers that hasn't happened since the end of the season of 2017. This game, 
I'm not even gonna give you a chance to answer because it's it's kind Good. of random. This is the first game in it's less than four years now. Remember it, less than four years. None of the offensive players that started for the Steelers divisional round game in 2017 against the Jaguars played on offense for the Steelers. They're all gone. The only one that the only two that are even left on the roster is Juju on IR and Ben, who was on the COVID list. Mm-hmm. No offensive players from 2017. And when it comes to defense, you know how many starters were the same? Three. Cam, TJ, Joe Hayden. That's it. That's it. So I know Jeff had a question because I saw someone ask it on Twitter that I'm sure he mentioned in his mailbag segment for Let's Ride. If you are interested in that, make sure that's going to be audio-only podcast early Wednesday morning. Make sure you check that out. If you're not part of the Ride or Die crew, you need to be. Uh, I don't miss an episode. But someone asked this question. I'm like, oh, I'd love to answer this one. And I'm like, I, I didn't send that stat out to Jeff until after I knew he, he, he had already recorded his show. Because my the question was, should the Steelers just kind of turn this into a rebuild season? I'm like, the Steelers have been rebuilding without people noticing. They've got yeah. no, they've got nobody left from that team in 2017 on yeah. offense. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger, who wasn't there this week, and Juju, who's gone. That's it. And on defense, you only have three because Stefan Tewitt's not back this year. They have rebuilt, but because it wasn't a oh we're tearing it all down, oh we're terrible and we're going to draft high kind of rebuild. You don't necessarily notice it as much. And the Steelers, are they've been in rebuild mode with that. You just don't think about it because it's been Ben Roethlisberger the whole time. So that's kind of, that's something that I, 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 wanted, I wanted to point out. So that, that's kind of a, a big deal. Now, it doesn't mean the Steelers should, shouldn't have won this game. They definitely should have won this game. But I also want to give kudos to Jeffrey Benedict, who almost had it exactly right three weeks ago when he's pr- predicted during the bye week that the next three games the Steelers are going to come out, they're going to beat the Browns, then they're going to turn around, they're going to beat the Bears, and then he predicted they are going to lose to the Lions. He even had it in his article, in his staff pick article and then changed it when it wasn't Ben because he thought that the team might might rally a little bit more, which I did as well. I thought they'd do better because I was more worried about it. You know the Bears let not the Bears the let let down against the Lions. I felt that wasn't going to be there. Now you were the, I think you might have been the only staff member other than Andrew who was O for whatever who's still O for whatever because he didn't get it right. You were the only ones who then took the Lions. Yep. I do. After that, just because you just yeah. My whole reasoning there was that the that the Ben out came so late. Yeah. Which I which I. Understand. I I agree there. If it if it's the other way around where Ben's back in late, is that a problem? I don't no. think so. Mm-mm. They showed that last year in Cincinnati. So yeah. So this is kind of what this Steelers team is. They're scrappy. They're not going to overpower and dominate anybody. I mean, e- even the defense has some holes in it that they're still that there's that they're working on improving to fill. If everyone's healthy, so this is by this is not a a perfect team as a lot of people can realize this, and that's why you're going to have games like you did this week. But the, what you got to do is you've got to stop and move on. Speaking of stop, and move on. I want to take a break because we're not done talking about buys because we talked about specifically this week. I want to talk about not buys. 
Why do I say uh, ties? Ties. Ties. There you go. We're going to talk about ties. We talked about this tie specifically. We're going to talk about ties in general in sports because of a conversation I had electronically today. So we're, we're going to say, is a tie in sports something that they should even that that we should even be having in professional sports. So we're going to answer that question. Talk about a couple of things. Talk about this upcoming game in the second half. So if you're with us um, on the audio side, go ahead and click on over to part two. If you're with us here on YouTube or Facebook Live, give us a few moments and we'll be right back. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus